0: What are you
1: doing? I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity.
0: Hello, welcome to The Fan and The Fool. I am The Fan, Matthew Antonelli. And I am The Fool, Alex Cameron. Very cool. See that? The rhyme there? That was great. Thank you. Um, So, I've, uh, look... I've, I'm going to modify a little, like, I'm going to show you a thing from who thing. Remember that? From who done it? Dr. Who, yes. So, before we get to today's episodes, I've put an object on the table. Now, I'm going to add a, something new to the game where you just talk about it. And I'm calling it Is It From Who? Oh,
1: I see. I already know what this is, because I've seen it before. I know yeah, I
0: thought, I'd, I thought it'd, I'd give you an easy one to start with. Although,
1: you know what throws me is there's a tag that says Pokemon on it. Mm. So Maybe that's just there to throw you. I think it is. It's the screwdriver, also known as Sonic or Electronic something screwdriver.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all I know, and I know it's like a weapon slash tool that he can use. Now, is this just a Sonic screwdriver? May I touch the thing? You may
0: touch the thing. I don't
1: know what this is. Doesn't do anything. Oh, no, it's a Wii remote controller. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Clever. The way you sat it down on the desk was perfect because I didn't see any of that. Now, um, before, just just to let you know, like, some context. Yeah, go on. I got this with a video game on the Wii. Now, I'm going to combine the full list of games I've ever played... Not just Doctor Who games, all games, and say that this is from the worst game I've played in all of time. A Doctor Who game. Mm-hmm. What game is that? It was Doctor Who Return to Earth. On Wii. And I also got the game, the companion game on the DS called Evacuation Earth. And they were both bad. And I returned both of them to EV games. But you kept that. Yeah, don't don't tell them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, because you got this for, as a pre-order bonus. Oh, well, I, think I, I guess still, you pre-ordered it. I, I, I think I traded in the back of the game for like half, because this would be in the other half. Well, also, you probably paid extra for the pre-bonus that you didn't get back. The cool thing is the cost of this... Actually, did I pay extra for this? I think I must have paid extra for this, otherwise it probably would have been cranky. Um, but it was the same cost as the full-price Wiimote anyway. Right. Except it's rechargeable.
1: There you go. It is rechargeable. It's got a micro-USB port.
0: I'm sure this is very interesting for people that
1: aren't involved in video games.
0: I will put a photo of the awesome thing on the thing. Good. Because we'll have social media. And it will be on... By this point, we'll have social media. It'll also
1: be on our episode of this. Episode? On this episode on YouTube, for example, I can put a picture of it on there too. Oh,
0: all right, let's get to more of the Daleks. Yes, we've got four episodes to cover the rest of this uh, sub story, or what do we call
1: it? Arc, uh, arc story it's an arc. arc.
0: Um, which, by the way, Daleks, the arc that's coming up. Anyway, um, wow, spoilers! I don't even know what that means. Oh uh, yeah, don't worry about spoilers. There's spoilers for that too. He just winked at me and I don't like it. <laughs> Let's proceed. Okay, so the Daleks... Um, so the first bit is... Episode 8. The ambush. Episode 8. Oh, yeah. Episode 8. But I was episode in, eight. in Season 1. and of four of Who. Episode 4 of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. So Ian is in the Dalek. He got into the machine previously. Or whatever you want to call it. The shell of the Dalek. The I shell guess. of the Dalek. And they pulled out whatever was inside... Um, and uh, he's worked out how to make it move. Yes. So he's like, I got this now. He can, he can glide along like a Dalek. Because I
1: think last episode of our show, we said it makes no sense they're going to have to push him along the floor.
0: How are they going to look like his prisoners? Yeah, he's going to look like a helpless prisoner of theirs. But they've solved that for they us. they solved that problem. And it was uh, you know really good that Susan... So they get sane in that in that bit... Mm-hmm. And Susan distracts the Daleks. The ones that capture them. Yeah, but she does like a full, like, very obvious wink to be like. Kind of like yours from before. Yeah. Well, I was foreshadowing. <laughs> Were <Wait>, you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spoilers. I this like was some sort of video podcast. Um, wow. <laughs> so she does that and they, 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 I don't know what you thought. There's two Daleks. Yes. And she's standing in the middle of them and they've got their like sucker things. Just, yeah, like plungers, keeping... whatever it is. Oh yeah, sorry, plungers. I can't believe I said sucker things <laughs> on a Doctor Who podcast. And they're just holding her in place. Yeah. Just looked really weird to me. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> see, that's foreshadowing in terms of what we
1: see in, uh, you know, some fun cartoons today.
0: Anyway, it was weird. <laughs> I thought it was weird too. I just thought, like, because um, she's obviously trying to distract them, so then um, the others can kind of figure out what to do next and get away. Yeah. But they just kind of hold her there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, I put him here, so they. On your list of notes, yes, Colin. Um. They so they get into. But Susan was pretty brave. So last episode, I think I was, like. Being mean to her about the fact that she's running through a forest and she just looks terrified all the time. But yes. she, you know, that bit where she winks weirdly at the rest of them while distracting the Daleks mm-hmm. is actually quite brave. And then they get into the elevator. The rest of them do. Yes. yes. And then she does. No, you're right, she does. She does. And it closes, and they, they're, they like, scrambling to get Ian out of the, the casing. Did I forget something? No, no, no. I thought you were going to forget that part, because I thought that was before they got on the elevator. No, so Ian glides in, and still is a dialogue. Yep. And so he's, like, uh, trying to get out, but he's, like, trapped.
1: Yeah, I don't understand what happened there. He reckons something clipped on the inside that he couldn't untangle, and it was
0: stuck. I think, didn't they say, like, because he couldn't move anymore either? That must I think, be I think they cut his his power.
1: Oh, okay. That might answer a question I have coming up for you shortly.
0: Ooh. Um, so and that, I put some really good elevator effects too. Yes, did, that was pretty good. Cool. like When they're like going up and then, and then like the Daleks came in and the elevator goes up and they're like just sliding up the screen. Yeah. I thought for the time cool. I was like special effects. Nice work, well, I, think,
1: I don't think it was like a fake elevator because the rest of the room was there around it. None of that shifted. There must have been on some sort of pulley system or something. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I know what you mean, but it just didn't look quite real enough for me like
1: that yeah. was what was
0: happening. It just looked a bit shaky. It was, it
1: was odd, but yeah, you're right. For the time, it would have been pretty cool. Uh,
0: so they get to the top, and so they're wondering if, like, if Ian's going to make it. I thought it was funny like... The doctor's just like we're just just going to leave him down there. <laughs> like Ian's doing the thing where he's 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 still more of a hero, absolutely, than the doctor is. And so I thought it was pretty fun. And they go up, and so I'm going to like jump forward a little bit because mm-hmm. Ian does make it back up. Well, they send the elevator back down, yeah,
1: for him to presumably somehow escape. Yep. Yeah. So he gets out of the Dalek shell. That's my question. We never see how. brute or... strength. He's a strong guy. But the whole the whole plan was... Oh, well, no. We See, okay, my question is this. What I have part... lots of
0: questions about the plan coming up.
1: Well, I don't know if it's a question or more of an accusation, but how dare they? But also, what kind of a plan is that? So the rest of the group go up the elevator, mm-hmm. send it back down for him to somehow get out of the shell of the Dalek, get onto the elevator once it's on the ground and go up, Yep, solid plan. We don't see any of that. We only see after he comes back up and has escaped. Mm-hmm. We don't see how he gets out of the shell. hmm So why didn't they... Were well, you
0: suspicious th- of him when he came up? You were like, did the Daleks let him out? And he's like, being Dalek-fied or something? Actually,
1: I didn't consider that. Maybe I should have. I don't know if that's a thing that can happen, see but my question is this my I'm question sure is I mean. this yeah. they are running to get away from the Daleks because they've closed themselves in the room with the elevator yep and they're trying to cut through it with some sort of a welding torch which by the, the way
0: incredible I liked that that looks cool that definitely was, looked like, cool for the the the, the 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 plunger was now like a like a blowtorch basically yeah and that looked really good mm. it did look really good mm.
1: but that might happen yeah. They yep. were trying to get away, and they're worried about how long they're going to have to get away. Yeah, they have enough time to send the elevator up and down twice. Yeah. Why didn't they just stay with him in the room and try to help him? Because we don't even know how he got out.
0: Well, didn't they get to the top? And they, but I think the doctor was all right with just going. Yeah, we'll see. That but, plan makes sense. Yeah, but I think Barbara, like, like he's starting to be like, oh, I, I do have to care for these people. And I don't know if he'd worked out at that point... Did Ian still have the little... The thing? Or they'd been captured and the Daleks had taking the thing off them? Yeah, I don't think they figured that out yet.
1: Yeah, if that they, happens that,
0: later. He needs the device for the ship. Um, I did... So if they get back up... And then the Daleks... The, the elevator goes back down... Because you can do that with elevators. You just push the button the elevator comes back down... Which is what the Daleks did. Mm-hmm. They got in the mm-hmm. elevator the dogs are coming up and their solution was to push a statue over and i thought i just thought it was funny because when you watch the statue fall down the elevator and maybe now i'm just thinking of it now because of course when things fall they look like they're further away but the statue looks so big outside and as it fell down the elevator shaft like the as it f- First fell in, it just looked tiny. Yeah. Like maybe it was just like a little set that they made and just dropped a statue down a well, tube.
1: No, I agree because I first thought they were going to use the thing they were pushing towards the door mm. to block the elevator door from opening. That's exactly what I thought. But then they just push it over the top of the elevator. But then the, the shot that you sh- they show that you're talking about, it looks like they're pushing a small rock into like this big cave.
0: Yeah. And maybe I'm being cruel because it's the 60s and special effects aren't... The same as they are today But I was just like Oh that's a bit weird Yeah that was pretty weird And it's also I thought it was funny
1: That it was obviously Some sort of a rubber thing That they were pushing Along the ground Because it was Bobbling away While they were Pretending to strain As they pushed it
0: mm. So um They get They get away Yes And they go back to The Thals Or Aladdin, Or did I miss something
1: No I think that's I'm right. going to admit
0: to you to oh, the listeners... Uh-oh. I oh, know I have watched this, don't worry. Oh, okay. I mean, I've watched this one a few times. I was going to be very unimpressed. But no, but uh... I watched this one, obviously, first, but then there was, like, a gap between the first and me watching the rest of them. Oh, I see. You see, yeah, because work, parent-teaching interviews. la dee da So, if I've something mis- like in this first episode, be make sure you... No, I think you're right. They get they go back to the Thals. Um, and they have this really weird, like, conversation, so, uh, like, about whether they should be worried about the Daleks at all, mm-hmm. you know, like, so the Daleks have uh, have killed one of them in the previous ser- series. Right. Remember that? Yes, yes, yes. And the, with the, the, the food, they lured them in with food and then shot them. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, oh, yeah. you know... They're, they're talking about whether they're a threat and they, they're very, like, they, their whole society is, like, about facts and they're not, like, keen on worrying about, like, feelings. And so, um, Ian is very, uh, the Doctor's just very keen to be like, eh, whatever, well, let's leave this place to out there on devices, you know, let them do what they're going to do. Um... So the doctor doesn't want to be involved in solving the, the problem, but the, Ian does. I thought was really was really interesting. Yeah, he wasn't ready to just abandon them. Yeah. Um. And so, I thought. I, I well, actually, I've got a bit here too. Um. So they took they're they're talking to the Thals and they show them like a map. And that's the first time that we hear the name of this planet. Did you hear the name of the planet? I'm sure I did. It doesn't come to my head as, I, as we talk about it. Oh, well, because I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's the name of the planet. Go on.
1: Scarrow. Well, I do remember them saying that now, but I don't know what that means. I put the 15-minute mark because I was very excited. So that obviously means something to you.
0: No. In the context of the show, I mean. No, so they do... Oh. Well, yeah, it does. Well, it, it does. It's in the context of the show. In the future. Yeah, but I don't want to give away too much. No, 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 that's okay. But see, you also you were like, "Wow, that's cool," and
1: I was like, "Okay."
0: Well, I still think it's interesting that up until this point, and I think for the rest of the, the episodes, we don't actually see the thing inside the Dalek. Well, you we know? saw
1: we saw the claw. Yeah, but, but you,
0: yeah, like there's still mystery at the end of the of this. Like it's like, oh,
1: yeah.
0: So that makes you think like well, maybe we will be back at this place. True, or maybe this is the only time we see the Daleks. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they'll be a big thing or not in the show. <laughs> um, so they're talking about like, um, like the Daleks' motives. And so Ian says the line of like, they're they're afraid of like uh, you because you're different, and so I think he's trying to convince them to go. To war with the with the Daleks. Um so yes, actually, yes. Sorry, it's come back to my head. You ready? I'm ready. So they're they're they they're trying to convince them because they're they're thinking so Barbara and Ian are like trying to convince them to like stand up for themselves. And the doctor uh is like, yeah, oh, whatever, let's get out of here. Um and so Barbara and Ian are like, oh well, I guess that's that's that. I mean they're not gonna go to war. Um, we might as well leave we might as well leave and then Ian's like uh, the doctor's like give me the thing and Ian's like yeah yeah and then he realises he doesn't have it
1: he doesn't have the field link yes fluid link fluid link for the mercury in the ship to make the ship fly away but I have a question okay was it always called fluid link because I could have sworn every episode up until this part of this story arc it was called ink not link as in mercury ink in this little jar? I honestly would Google. like to Google it. Because I swear that they said link and I was like, wait, what? I thought it was ink this whole time. I thought it was fluid link. Maybe I was wrong. But I could have been wrong. i have to check it out. But i I must have just been hearing it wrong the whole time up until then.
0: Yeah. So now we get to this weird point and it's the start of the next episode. Mm-hmm. I don't unless you got anything else to say about the ambush. The only
1: thing I wanted to say was they had some really cool music at the end of that episode. I was really impressed with they had like this cool sound effect and it was like a violin being played in reverse and then it kind of would hit really quickly in the musical score and then kind of echo away. And Mm. I thought that was really cool, especially for that time. Mm. I noticed that, and I just wanted to make a note of that.
0: Oh Well well done, BBC.
1: Well done, BBC. (laughs) You often get a bad rap, but we're here today to say well done, BBC.
0: (laughs) Do they get a bad rap? No, I'm just saying Um, nonsense. So I thought it was really interesting uh, because... In the next episode, because now they realise so they have to go back. Yes. So instead of being like, you should go back to, to kill these Daleks or fight the Daleks, stand up for yourself, you wimpy thals, whatever it is. <laughs> and so he's like, now they have to convince them to go back so that they can get what they need. Yeah. So, it starts being like, you guys should set up yourself. And it's like, you need to kill them so we can get out there. You know what I mean? Like, the plan shift, like, went so dark, (laughs) so dramatically. It was no longer about
1: being altruistic or anything. It was purely about...
0: Yeah, but then it shifted again. So, um, to me, again, Mm -hmm. like, Ian keeps being this person who's, like, the true... The hero at the moment. Yes. Because... The Doctor and Barbara, and to some extent Susan, are keen for the Thals to the Thals to go and fight the Daleks so they can get the thing back. But Ian's now having this problem where he's like, I don't want them to die for the thing that we need. He realises how selfish it is. Yeah. But I also think it's, in his mind, it could be like before they were trying to convince them to stand up for themselves for their own sake, and now they're trying to convince them to go to war for the 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 doctor and the companions, yeah, you know what I mean. So, because I guess the goal is different now, and so in his mind, it's a bit more like we can't expect these people to die for us. Yeah, they could could only sacrifice themselves for themselves. That makes sense. I didn't think about it that way actually. That that
1: because I was one. To be honest, I was wondering why did he suddenly change. Yeah. His argument, but that makes complete sense because it's no longer about them. It's about what they
0: personally need. Yeah. Him and the Doctor and the rest of the group. And it made me think, like... I think the writing in in these next few episodes is actually quite good. There's some moments where I'm like... Like, especially when the Thals talk to each other, they're very... um, Their society is just weird, I think. But I think it could just be written that way because you don't... If it was just a society like Earth, you'd be like, whatevs, doesn't matter what planet we're on, but because they're a bit weird. They
1: acted weird. Yeah. I thought the leader of that group was really good, though. I really liked him as an actor.
0: Um, Aladdin. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, I liked him. He was good. And he's also having this, like, moral moral crisis, because he's like, we don't fight anymore. And now, like, do we have to fight? And so we're going to get to why they, like, start... But I've also... So the Daleks are after the drugs. Um, anti-radiation the drugs. The anti-radiation drugs from the first few episodes. But they're doing their own little tests. Um, and uh, they say that, you know, that the drugs... They, they try the drugs. I don't know how they did that. How they ingest it, you mean? Yes. Well, I mean... <laughs> We'll learn so many much more about the Daleks later on. But in the sense of, like, in, at this stage... Yeah, you have no idea. I have no idea. So, um, I thought it was just interesting that they started to go a bit crazy. You know, they're just yeah. spinning around and and it seems to spread. Um, and I put this little bit... I'm not sure if you noticed this. I'm sure you did. But as the Daleks... Uh, like, as the disease is spreading... There's a scene with them in the main control area. Yeah. And there's one Dalek spinning. And there's two looking at it like, "What is going on?" Like they're waving <laughs> their their little um, plungers. Plunger around, and there's just like a, there's like two or three Daleks in the background, which are obviously just like. Cardboard. I, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> really? <the other>. Yeah. <laughs> I actually looked it up later because I was like, "That does not look right." Because you can see little stands, and they're just sitting there. Christ. And I, I must not have missed it completely the last time I watched it. Yeah. Because I was watching it, and <laughs> they're not moving. They're, and the camera angle shifts, and you're like, "That they are not real." That's right. And it right. turns out they're they're they uh, blown up, Daleks. So like inflated.
1: Oh, Daleks. Donut, really?
0: And they're just on these little wooden stands. The little cardboard stand. See, that's funny because I do note a couple of things as we go on about shots that look really fake, but I didn't notice that. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say I did notice that many of the Daleks were inflatable and didn't move. No, I
1: honestly <laughs> didn't even think about it. I'll
0: I'll, sh- I'll show you an image of it later. Yeah, like it see was it. very funny because <laughs> I was like, damn, not real, and so I think that's probably another budgetary thing where like we can only build so many of these things. Yeah,
1: I think that comes
0: into some of the other things I'm
1: going to raise about. Yes, interesting shots, and we
0: are going to get to budget big time next week. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yes, interesting. Um, they do mention when they go back to the the doctor. They mention the. Um, Barbara's having a chat to another file about uh, the lake and the mutations in the lake and that, how the fact that that lake is, and this is a little hint for what's to come, is like blocking part of the city. At the it's back. like a natural barrier with the mountains and stuff. Yeah. And so um, uh, we have Ian... Who kind of manages to convince the Thals to go fight. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't know, it was a really weird conversation, but he grabs one of the women. Yeah, from the
1: like, tribe or whatever that is. That's
0: are. it, fine, we're going to go back and we're going to. And because they're so passive, like, they're just. At first, he grabs all the records and then he grabs her. And that's when Elodin is like, no, nah, I'm not having that. Yeah. And then he punches him. Steps in and physically, yeah, and he has he keeps having his little crisis. He's like, Oh, should we fight? But then at the end, he's kind of he comes to this conclusion that the Daleks, you know, killed a bunch of them before, and at the moment, they're trapped in the sea. But they will, they're, they're probably smart enough to, to find a way out, mm-hmm. and so the best thing for them to do is to go and confront them. It's their only option, really, yeah, so. I like the plan, but I feel like it's a bad plan because yeah. when they <laughs> sorry the doctor the doctor so the Elgin's like fine let's let's draw draw in, like let's get this map out let's form strategy it. and the doctor's like you know talking about the swamp bit at the back and but the the group they send to go through the swamp is is tiny. I don't know if they realize because it's literally like levels and levels of an underground <laughs> space in the city with Daleks just in them. Yeah. Do they think that, you know, I think it's like six of them that go around the back are gonna. To, to do this whole trip around the city mo- takes multiple day. It, took yeah. three, it takes three
1: days or something. Travel through this swamp and into like these underground caverns, try to get somehow into the city. Yeah, and the rest of the group is staying
0: back to distract them with some sort of light or something. Yeah, it's also another one of those interesting episodes, um, just reflecting on the entire history of Doctor Who, mm. where um, they are there for multiple days. Right. Because normal, like well, that's not normal. That's well, it's more normal that they would arrive to and they'd meet everyone. There'd be a story and whatever, but for like for a trek to take 3 days it's kind of not really what happens right which is uh which in retrospect cuz i think there's a bit of a weird moment at the end with barbara and one of the other fowls which now makes more sense cuz i guess they were out in the walking through swamps for they a few have days a
1: romantic moment yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes weird love Weird, weird society where men, the like, the male voice is much stronger than a female's. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll have that.
1: Yeah, which totally goes <laughs> against what we see from her personality yeah, the
0: whole show. Yeah, I just think it's really weird. Anyway, we'll get to there, i sure. because yeah, um, I've
1: got things to discuss about that when we get
0: there. So, they go, uh, the swamp obviously isn't very comfortable. I found it with that Barbara, so Barbara's just wearing, like... I, not... They're just, like, exposed shoes. They're not, like, covered at all. And she's just walking through weird, mutated swamp water. That's fine. Um, That's not as bad as what comes up. Uh, do you... So, let's we'll get to that. So, they make camp. Is that what you, In the middle of the swamp? In the middle of the swamp. Well done. Even after Ian has seen a weird creature in the swamp, they're like, yeah, we'll camp here. That's what I want to raise. Okay.
1: So, he... He goes to... I guess, wash his put, face?
0: Why is Ian washing his face with swamp water? Mm, what does my note say? <laughs> Chesterton
1: washing face in bubbly, bubbly swamp water. <laughs> Who goes up to a lake, sees it bubbling, possibly acidic or whatever it is, and goes, mmm, face wash? <laughs> yeah,
0: I, didn't, I don't know. That's all I wanted to say. I found that so weird. I would have just stayed away from the water altogether. Like, Someone has literally told you that... It's where, like, mutations are. And you're like, yeah, I'll just rub it all over my face. Maybe I'll get mutated. Bubble bath. <laughs> um, and then we have a man who it goes over to, like, I guess he's keeping watch. Uh, and he's, still, he's filling up the water bags, that's right. Yeah. And Collecting uh, water from the swamp. And uh, there's a nice effect of, like, a draining sink. Mm-hmm. and then he's gone. He's just gone. He's just gone. Sucked into the lake. And that's the... Well, we don't see him go at that point, but that's the end of that episode. And then at the start of the next one, he is gone.
1: Yeah. That was a pretty cool effect, how the
0: rest of them hear him screaming, so they run to the lake. Yeah. And they just see, like... There just was this moment. So he screams out, and then at the end of his voice, is like a... There's like a... Oh! Dr- dr- drowning. Yes, And the camera is on them... But I feel like there's the pause is too long, <laughs> yes. so they must have put that sound in after the fact. I think so. And at the point they they're all standing, like there's some trees and there's some branches blocking view the view of the campsite. Yeah. But you can see them, and they look like they're ready to run, and so someone has obviously been like now and then they sprint it but it just on the shot it just looks really weird it was two or three seconds where you could audibly hear a man screaming and then drowning and, and like, they were like on your marks now that being said if someone go. if someone did scream and you were with a camp full of people you might all look at each other and then go and then run yeah but uh you wouldn't be in the sprint position <laughs> no they looked like they were ready to take off <laughs> Oh. Um, so, this whole time we've kind of been just with Ian and Barbara. Mm-hmm. And so, we get to the next episode. The Ordeal. The Ordeal. You got any more notes about... No. The... Expedition. Expedition. No. So, The Ordeal, which... Uh, so, we've been with them, and we're suddenly over with the Doctor and Susan. Back at the original campsite. Back at the original campsite. And they're kind of like looking at the city with his cool... Binocular glasses. mm mm-hmm. um, And Susan... I thought it was pretty interesting that Susan... Like, she's... I guess... Like, we don't know this at this point And maybe we'll never know it. Oh. Uh, but she's quite young. But she's pretty keen to, like... Let's get down there and... Mess up some stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. So, like, she's... Is she already... Okay with, like... Being in a fight... Even though she's also been terrified before, but now she's like, yeah, well, let's go down to that city. Yeah, I think, well, I I took it as the fact that she was so worried about the rest
1: of the crew, that that was her main priority. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I think think the whole point is you start to see her become more brave, like you were talking about before.
0: Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there'll be more fights for her. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I've watched all of these shows.
1: So I apologise in advance
0: but, but they're now in the case Not in advance, in retrospect They're, they're like, we left a guy behind um, Now I didn't get his name Who do they leave behind? The, the guy that went down the sinkhole oh when you mean okay when you say left behind you mean man who died and drowned <laughs> they didn't just leave him and say wait here well they didn't find a body they were just like but I guess who's swimming in a swamp to find a body you mean the
1: man who saw his life flash before his eyes as he screamed out in terror and then you could hear the gurgling of his voice as he drowned in deep desperate fashion how did he even fall in he was beside anyway whatever I'll tell you how <laughs> because he laid down with his back to the lake and his leg extended out towards the lake behind him him, like I feel like it was idiot. I thought it, it was sucking him in that way yeah but obviously something was in there that attacked him mm-hmm. or was it just a supernatural lake that ate him that's the way
0: I read it a supernatural lake ate him
1: there was a creature in there right yeah that's what I thought it was
0: a supernatural lake that ate him
1: Oh, well, we had totally different interpretations then.
0: Unless that creature made a whirlpool and then dragged him into it. Well, I thought the whole thing was like, you know how sometimes you see
1: in movies like a creature in the water that's just like thrashing about and it kind of makes them...
0: Whirlpool? <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> coffee's on. getting cold. Yes, it's good. Maybe not, then. Yeah. Alright, they're in a cave. Go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they left a the man behind to die in a desperate fashion. <sighs> they left him anywhere. As he died. desperately clung onto life and yelled at the top of his voice,
0: desperate for anyone to help him. In. But, but they left him behind. Go on. So um, they find a cave. They find and, a cave. And Barbara and I put. I think it's Gethus Gaeth- I couldn't say his name. Careful. Gaius. It was a weird name. I couldn't. I couldn't say it. I didn't write them I down practiced. like I did before, but. Yes, I, I didn't practice. How about we call him Mr. G? Mr. Okay, Mr. G. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just thinking of Summer Heights High. Me too. I hate that show sometimes. Oh. <laughs> I just don't... I just uh, I just have a... Like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's a bit self-centered hey. when the actor is every single character. Anyway, whatever.
1: Excuse me, stay focused. <laughs> but also, it's a work of art. But stay focused.
0: <sighs> Mr. G. It's not a it's the worst ever. Mr. G. He's a genius. So <laughs> More like Mr. Genius. Yeah. Can we keep going? I want to! <laughs> so he... Um, Gathinius. He, Gathinius he's like... Dr. Uh, G. He says a the line doctor. that says... Um, like... One of Barbara's Earth customs is ladies first. Mm-hmm. So I just wondered where he learnt that. Did she tell him about it? During their... Many days together. <laughs>
1: You said that with such a, such a, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, such a softness of heart. I don't know, because they didn't know who those people were, did they?
0: No, they didn't say... And they don't don't seem like... I don't think they'd said that they were from Earth. But then again, it has been a day. It's been many days that they've been together that we don't see everything that happens.
1: Mm. And they don't seem like the kind of civilization that has the, the ability to study other or travel to other no, they just find some they're just survivors so yeah. it must have been something that they, and talked they about. radiated planet exactly so I think it was just like a like a nice cute little callback and she was like
0: oh yeah she's like know. that's where I'm from oh love okay <laughs> uh, then miss then they go um they find like a dead end and she hears rushing water or like dripping or something and they find like a little passageway Mm-hmm. And he he's just goes abseiling. sailing yes. Now, I felt like that was not a well-prepared abseil. Not at all. Because she's just holding... So I guess at first I don't know how that it's going to be like a drop at the other end of that passageway. Because he's just crawling through it. And she's holding the rope, I guess, to make sure he doesn't get lost.
1: Yeah, that's, what, uh, that's exactly what I
0: thought. But then... There is quite a drop. But she's just holding the rope. He even says, like, it's a 30-foot drop, doesn't he? He does. And then he's like, oh, you better—you you should probably tie that to a boulder. And she kind of does. But she does something which I don't think... She mustn't know abseiling very well. Because I do. Um, Go on. <laughs> but she's got, like... She's got the rope to slowly lower him down. And instead of, like, doing that properly, she's got her foot helping her. So She's standing on part of the rope and using her foot to kind of... I guess because her leg is stronger. But that's just asking for trouble, isn't it? Like, if more rope comes through than you expect, you just fall over because... Not only are you helping the rope through, but you're balancing on that foot. Which you've tied around a rock by looping it around very loosely a couple of yeah, times. Did she tie a knot? I don't think she did. I think <laughs> she just looped it around because even... Because the rock does move. It like all comes out and then just the rope falls away and he falls to the ground mm-hmm. not too far. Yeah, you know? spoilers. She she sucks at this and <laughs> he almost dies. And the rest of them rock up and they're like, what's going on here? She's like, I'm just trying to abseil a person. <laughs>
1: Worst climbing <laughs> partner ever. Woman in shoes who just <laughs> loosely puts rope around a rock to tie it off and then guides it through with her shoe. Well, this is her
0: first real adventure with the doctor, so it's early days, isn't it? Well, second because they met cavemen as well. That's so true. Maybe she just had, doesn't know the things yet. First abseiling experience. That's true. Yeah. Um, I put that Mr. G's brother. Uh, I love that we call him Mr. G now (laughs) is a panicker yes because uh, we get um, we'll we'll get to more of this because it's going to come up heaps more heaps more Mm -hmm. about his brother um, because they get down the bottom of that passageway and he's immediately like I gotta go back and it's like I can't do this can't do this we just got down here (laughs) we literally just got down here um, we just absailed. And now you want to go you? rock
1: climbing? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why didn't you say this
0: before? The doctor... So we go back to the, the doctor and Susan. And they're in the city. And they're trying to, like, knock out some of their, the power things. And he... Uh, he says that his plan worked... Like that's not, it wasn't really his plan. No. I mean, it was a team effort. He was part of that team, but he was like, my plan worked. And it's like, well, all right. So he's taking some credit for that. And then, so they're moving through the, the city and he has another one of those moments where he kind of like looks at the camera. Yes. And he says, we'll show them a thing or two. That's exactly, a, exactly <laughs> the note that I wrote. So it,
1: it is a thing. It's not my imagination.
0: No, he doesn't look directly at the camera though. He does that thing where they look, they look around and like we'll show them a thing. Like he does, it's like a monologue. Yeah,
1: but but he's I not mean, looking
0: down the barrel of the camera.
1: No, but he's looking slightly away from it, and I felt like he went back and forth, putting looking directly at the camera and then back. I thought it was purposeful. Okay. Because he's done that in the previous story. He does a weird eye work. movement when he does it too. Like he looks. Maybe it's just bad acting, but I thought it was purposeful.
0: Oh, I'm just saying, William Hartnell, bad, bad acting. Okay, I do well, not think so. Well then, no, it's
1: it's a character <laughs> choice that he looks into the camera almost just, as if he's outside the
0: realm. You of this you story story earlier? Go on. I think they put something that he made it. He made. I think he made a genuine mistake in the last episodes that we watched, and then it became canon. The bit where he says Chesterman, he says it again, but they it just becomes part of the thing. Yeah, and I think they've done that on purpose because they know that. You know, William Hartnell's gaining on a bit. Yeah. And he's also, I think, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he he liked a drink. Oh. And so I think that's kind of accelerated some issues that he's having as an older person. Wow. Deep. Deep. Um, I thought it was a stylistic choice, but maybe it's that think it's an excuse so that if he makes the same mistake again, they just go. That's just part of his character.
1: But they do roll with it because even the character himself, Ian, says it's Chesterton, and he's like, <laughs> mm, "Oh yeah, whatever, whatever." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: It's almost like they address
0: it, and it almost seems genuine. Is it that thing where they hang a lantern on it? You know, well, like that thing where it's a ridiculous thing. But if we say, if we make, if we point um, it out, I haven't heard Then it's fine. Oh. Mm. hanging a lantern so I've never heard that expression really? before yeah it's like when um you like when you go oh, isn't it ridiculous that they can all speak the same language and the doctor's like well whatever so it almost becomes part of they, <laughs> they, they, yeah I see what you're saying <laughs> yeah that's cool um so anyway back on track um go back to Mr. G his brother is all like they're walking through there's a nice like um, video of them walking through the cave side on, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's good, that's good, 10 out of 10, um, 13 out
1: of 13, another wink, yes. yeah, another wink,
0: <laughs> um, Thanks, and, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, um, and his brother, Mr. G's brother immediately is like, I have to go back, but then the cave, uh, collapses, so he's stuck. So he's stuck anyway. He has to go with them. Um, but he's such a downer. Like the whole time, he's just like, "Oh, we're going to be doomed." And can I just say? Go on. There's what one. There's five of them going into a city of Daleks. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of see his perspective. Oh yeah. So.
1: But but they know by now they have no choice. Well, they can't
0: go back now. No, but I mean, even before this, in in terms of. I just wondered if he what he he just was not keen to do anything because we're just lazy. We're getting to- <laughs> just lazy. We're getting to a point where like uh, so anyway we'll, we'll just get to it now. So they find like a small chasm, mm-hmm. which by the way like the camera never looks down it, and I'm pretty sure I could make that jump. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like here to there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Ian jumps across. He's got the rope. As like an anchor, just in case he does fall, and they're all holding it. He jumps across. He makes it on like a small, makes it to like a small edge, and they each uh, start to jump. Yep, and he kind of helps to catch them as they. He kind of he kind of helps to, yeah, to catch them. Um, and the first time he throws the rope, so they all make it across except the brother is the last one to jump. Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, (laughs) Ian throws the rope, Mm -hmm. and because he's... I guess the guy's just looking down the chasm, it just hits him the first time, and Ian's just like, um, my bad. Like, (laughs) obviously this guy's having some sort of mental break, and Ian's just like, "Uh uh-oh. This is not good. Not good. (laughs) And then he gets his attention, he's like, catch this. And there's this hilarious show of the rope just hitting him in the face. <laughs> and I was like... You have to wonder if that was intentional <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah. And then he grabs the rope. hmm And he must have made the worst jump possible. Because he falls down that chasm. And then Ian falls, because he's obviously tied to the rope. And then grabs one of the, like, styrofoam rocks. Because it yeah. makes that sound. <laughs> and, um... I think that's where we we end that episode. Yes, I'm pretty sure. So he's, you know, hanging on. And we get to the last... This is the last part. But hang on.
1: Before we go to the last
0: episode... Yep. I want
1: to note a few things. Oh, well, these notes are a, a, bit, of a bit of an ordeal, aren't they? Because I think we... Wow. I think we missed a few things that I just want to point out. First of all, in the part of the, the story where we see the Doctor and Susan looking at the city, did you not think that shot of the model city was hilarious? Like, it didn't even look close to being a pretend city. It was just like, here's some Lego.
0: It was pretty bad. (laughs) Well, and also the other thing that was bad, much earlier on, the Daleks are looking at clips of them in the forest. Yeah, spying on the group. And there's, like, pictures. And it just made me think, their technology is going to come a long way. Right. (laughs) Because looking at those circular screens (laughs) of really static images, and not only, the other thing of, like, they were looking at... um, They were doing some readings that was printing out little um, information on those sheets of paper. Yes. And they had their plunger, and they were, like, looking at it. Yeah. I thought that was... I was like, hmm, we're going to need to... Get, up, get past this. <laughs> it looks really funny. But we, um,
1: we missed the part where, unless you're about to talk about it, are we about to go into the next episode? The last episode? Yes. We didn't talk about the part where um, the Doctor and Susan got caught. Yes. So they actually go down into the city to meet with the group on the other side. Yes. So they get. So caught
0: that's... It. I think we might have just gone off track a of bit when we were talking about... Because we were talking about the Doctor having that moment where he talks to himself. Oh, Him know. and Susan smash up a thing. They just smash it to pieces. They're
1: just trying to bring down their
0: technology and electricity yeah. and all of that. And he short-circuits it or something by using the TARDIS key. The chain of the TARDIS key. Mm-hmm. And by this point, Elodin, he's left them. Because he's got to go get other things ready. Yeah. And so they're like, yes, so we broke this thing. Hooray. And then the dogs just appear.
1: Because they even say, there's probably an alert
0: going out, we should maybe leave. We should get going. And then they're, and then captured. they're, they're there. The three Daleks at the BBC could afford to build are there.
1: And then yeah. the Daleks do the classic Bond villain thing of explaining their entire plan
0: to the yeah, good guys. Yeah, I put that in here. The Daleks' plan is revealed by them. Yes.
1: <laughs> they have the, the doctrines who is entrapped in a room, and they just say, oh, by the way, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, because
0: they've come up this... Earlier, they were talking to each other. Which, by the way, whenever there's a scene where it's just the Daleks all talking to each other, I think that's hilarious. (laughs) Like, them just having their own little chat. Just a bit of a catch-up. And they're just talking about... um, They they want to do another neutron bomb. A neutronic bomb. Because they've realised they need radiation to survive. Yeah. And they also think, you know, it will wipe out the other things that are causing them concern. Mm -hmm. Um... So, but that is in the next episode where the Darks talk about that plan. They just capture it in that episode. No, that's what I've got.
1: I've got it written at the end of episode 10. Well, it doesn't matter. We can just talk about it as a story arc. Mm -mm. Okay,
0: whatever. I've got it at the start of the next episode.
1: I only, hey, on my notes, I only put this part when the next episode starts, before I start Well, I only notes. start a new page when
0: the next episode starts mm-hmm. 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 Well, maybe they came up with their plan <laughs> Maybe they came up with their plan Have you, Anyway, whatever Have you got to the, 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 uh, say that to the Doctor?
1: I've got, as the last note in episode 10, The Ordeal Classic Bond villain move, tell the good guy you're a diabolical plant Damn it But it doesn't matter, it's yeah, in
0: the story arc it doesn't matter, because I'm supposed to be the fan Ooh. I don't even want to talk about this last episode.
1: The rescue, we have to talk about it.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay, rock, I put again that the rock sounds a little bit like styrofoam. The
1: fool wins again. What? Anyway.
0: The styrofoam done. rock. Go on. He's holding on to it, In Yes. Now, um, I googled later... Styrofoam rock. Styrofoam rock, and that is a styrofoam rock.
1: Confirmed.
0: Oh. Styrofoam. Now, apparently, go on. When all, when everything happens, when so the the uh, the brother, Mr. G, uh, his brother, what was his name? Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was...
1: <laughs> I mean, that one's there's different. so many people listening to this. That one who will be furious. But Mr. G. <laughs> They're going to be be furious about a
0: small part of a character we see once. Okay, so Mr. G makes comes back around and is trying to help Ian save Debbie Downer. Yeah, and Debbie Downer just cuts the rock, like the rope, and falls. Yeah, like there's two men up there. Who could probably pull you up and also be helpful. The rock is too smooth. Maybe do anything. He didn't look like he moved at all. He was just like, that rock looks smooth. Man, this, this <laughs> is so interesting because I had a totally different interpretation of that.
1: Okay. I actually thought that he was like, I'm going to do the right thing here. No.
0: And sacrifice myself. No. I'm no longer
1: Debbie Downer. I am Debbie Overcomer.
0: No, Debbie Downer was a real... that. I'm sorry... Me too. They they reckon they could have pulled him up. Oh, I I think so. Yeah.
1: Except the thing is, they did... Wasn't... Because the thing is, Ian, who had the rope tied to him, he was falling off the cliff at the time, wasn't he? That was the whole reason.
0: Yeah, but he had the other guy now
1: to help. Yeah.
0: And also, you know, whatever. Debbie Downer is a hero. That's my interpretation. He dies and nothing matters. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but he, if you apparently if you look closely, and I didn't go back and check this, mm-hmm. um, William Russell, who plays Ian, has a chunk of the styrofoam rock in his hand when he stands back up. Oh, because and he just hides it <laughs> because <laughs> I guess it just I guess because they're filming on black and white, and it's just a set made of styrofoam. You can't really tell. True, I didn't notice unless it. you. Take take a chunk off the set. <laughs> and they crawl around the weird corner again to make it to the other side. Finally get out of the caves. And get out of the caves. I do love it when they break through um, to the end of the mountain and it's just like an engine room. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. That's what the Daleks, like, the bottom of their city looks like. You mean that picture? The picture. Yes. The static picture the, of the engine room.
1: This is what I'm talking about. This this was another example of the budget thing you were talking about. Yeah. It was almost like they went to, like, a textbook on what the... the Hold the camera still.
0: I've got this <laughs> industrial got the
1: factory textbook picture.
0: Yeah. That was hilarious. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, and I put um, Ian's very outnumbered team gets through the mountain. Yes. Um, and the doctor now is with the Daleks, like they're trapped. Him and Susan, mm-hmm. and he's—I guess—he's trying to bargain a way out.
1: He's trying to, he, and he's trying to convince them. Please don't.
0: Why kill everyone? Yeah. Why kill everyone? Because <laughs> this is early days for Daleks, so they're still, you know, they're not quite evil yet. But then he's just like, like. They are evil. Like, this is the point where you go, oh, they'll kill everyone. And he comes to that
1: realisation too. The Doctor says that. Yeah. They're just evil. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But the thing is, he starts talking about how he's got a ship and it can travel through time. And And they're like, this is all nonsense. And he's like, no, that's how we got here. And Susan's like, yeah, that's right. So he's telling them about time travel. Like, him knowing that they're terrible, Neil... And he's like, by the way, you can be evil here, but you could be evil over all of time. (laughs) That's like, so I found that interesting. Obviously, he, this is still interesting to me because they are, this is their first interaction. So he doesn't know that they're pure evil yet. And he's just figured it out after that point. So he's told them all of that. And they're still like, nah, we're going to kill everyone anyway. And now he goes, oh. These guys are actually the worst. <laughs> and so I think that is interesting. Yeah. From a from a my perspective.
1: I get that. And I, I guess what you're saying is it kind of sets up what's gonna
0: happen throughout the rest of
1: the sixties in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um And I thought also, um, there was an image of the Daleks moving down a corridor. hmm.
1: Um
0: I think this is when Be when Susan, not when Susan, when Barbara and Ian and Mr. G are sneaking through corridors, and there's just Daleks moving around. But there's this image of it moving down a corridor, and I just thought it was funny how that design—funny in a good way. I'm not laughing at it, but that design is like so iconic, but it doesn't really seem to change. You know what I mean? Like you show someone a Dalek these days. And they generally know what it is. Right. And it's just like, oh, the, even back in the 60s, like, it's just that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. It's not like this big concept that they developed over decades. It was that from the get-go. And they just haven't changed that design. I mean, it, had, it does, for people who are now streaming into their, like, earphones, like, it does... <laughs> Modernize I it. Guess. does. It does change subtly. And then there's some changes that do happen and then the fans go ballistic and it changes again and we are going to get to them. It's going to be so much fun.
1: I assume that's a little while away.
0: Well, to me, I'm never really, i not really that precious about the design. Mm. Um, I like that iconic design and I think it should stay similar to that. But sometimes people make changes and then the fan base is just like, you've ruined Doctor Who, how dare you? That kind of stuff.
1: I like when that happens and... The creators listen. Like for example, and this is outside of the show, but just as an example. Oh no! I, I don't care about this character, and I don't I haven't seen the movie. But do you remember when the original Sonic the Hedgehog movie, the trailer, the trailer came and it out? was a yeah, and the design was horrible. hideous. Horrible. <laughs> and the fans, it was there was such an uh, a backlash from the fans. They changed it.
0: Oh. Did you know that? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I did. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I said oh, like I didn't know, but I do know. Yeah. Um, because they had weird, like, teeth, and he wasn't... His body looked weird. He was, like, feral. Yes. And then he looked, like, actual Sonic. More cutesy for the kids. Yeah, even his eyes looked weird in that original design. They did. Yeah. But are you saying that happens in Doctor Who, where there's such a backlash to something that they... Yeah, and the creators are like, "Mm, we'll just pull this back. So, they don't normally... They're not normally so, um, like, open about it. Like, in that Sonic case, Mm -hmm. um, they were like, we are... We promise we'll do better. (laughs) Um, But in Doctor Who, they normally just casually go back to the status quo. Right. Yeah. And then people are like, well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) How dare
1: you modernise this show from 50 years ago. Um, My achy heart.
0: uh, Sneaking through corridors. um, And then I've got this... uh, So they get to where... Uh, the Doctor and Susan have been held captive Mm -hmm. and I put this just lots of wrestling with Daleks yes it was some amazing choreography is what I put it looked really funny (laughs) well I just wonder I wonder because in that Dalek design there's someone inside like obviously moving the Dalek around yeah so did someone did they take them out so the Dalek could move pretty loosely and the person wrestling was like moving the Dalek around or was the person inside like Struggling with someone on top of them, because um, like
1: they're wrestling with a bumper car or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, I guess they are like bumper cars, aren't they? Because of the static electricity thing. From, I think they even call them like bumper cars in the in the last in the like first or second episode of this. Right. So, um, and they've got the you know the like the bottom of the Dalek thing looks like the bottom of a bumper car. Yeah, same design. Mm. So they're jumping on them. They're like <laughs> wrestling with
1: Daleks. You know what it reminds me of? This is how badly the choreography was for this fight. I mean, it was entertaining, but okay. What's wrong? No, I, don't know. I thought it was good. <laughs> oh, okay, well you <laughs> tell me. When on year eight camp, we had to do a play as part of like this big thing at the end of camp. And we just had a bunch of dudes pretend to fight like it was an action movie. Yes. And there was no choreography. People just did what they wanted because they thought it was funny for about five minutes until the teacher said, that's enough now.
0: Yeah. Zero out of ten. And as someone who has hosted multiple talent shows at school camps, yeah. that would happen very quickly. Well, that's
1: what it reminded me of, <laughs>
0: I, is one,
1: one thing I remember seeing when we were involved in that, so. Oh.
0: But it was funny. Oh, so it, it brought flooded back memories to you, of, 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 like, good times. It did.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Professor Who. <sighs>
0: He's not
1: called the Professor yet. But there are some deaths in that fight.
0: Yes, there are. There are some deaths. Of the Thal Of the Thals. Thals. And, obviously, we get to the Daleks.
1: And that was one other thing I wanted to say. Death scenes have improved greatly in film over the years, because... The way people die in this episode is hilarious. Yeah. They just kind of half stumble over. There's no expression on their face, they don't scream, they just fall over and and try to not move.
0: Uh yeah. I do still love that uh, visual effect that occurs when the Daleks shoot someone. That kind of like that was the cool. inverted color thing happened, the inverted like the black and white swap around and it was actually
1: quite creepy which is cool
0: yeah i liked that i do like it and there was a bit where one shoots at barbara throws a rocket one it tries to shoot her and she misses her yeah i thought that yeah just the way that makes the whole screen then go that weird color was good yeah um they break the dalek's uh like power source Mm -hmm. and so they're all like dying Um, And this is my single, like, favourite, like, Dalek death, and that is when the Dalek is like, help us. To the Doctor. To the Doctor, and the Doctor's like, like, even if I wanted to, I don't know how, and there's just this, like, annoyed groan of, like, scream from the Dalek, (laughs) who's obviously like damn it like (laughs) i'm asking for help and this guy can't even help me i mean why would you help the dalek anyway and his eye stalk thing just looks straight up (laughs) as if to be like "Ah," and then he dies that was good or we think he dies
1: um
0: yeah do you have anything else about being in the city because my next bit's back out of the city no, that was everything. Um, so I have the Doctor seems to be a much better person at the end, so he's now telling them, now you can have a, you know, like your society can flourish, and... you got all the
1: food you need. you got need. all this
0: technology, but he he says to him, says to Illidan, I keep think I keep pronouncing his name wrong, but whatever, um... Mr... No. <laughs> okay. No more nicknames. <laughs> he, he, he says to him, you know, the you, don't, you don't want to become like the Daleks and be inside these case things. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's giving some sound advice. And then there's some classic like Doctor Who goodbyes, like they're all just saying bye to each other.
1: So that becomes a thing. There's like this big roundup and
0: yeah. shaking hands goodbye. And you can already see it. Like the last arc ended with... Well, I mean, they, were, they made a speedy escape. Yeah. While the cavemen were throwing spears. But there's generally like the people from that time, wherever they are, are near the TARDIS and they just see it like disappear. Right. And so Barbara says goodbye to her new boyfriend. Um, The doctor uh, says goodbye to Elodin. Susan gets a new coat, which I thought was weird. And she has a weird moment where she just falls over in it. Yeah, that was weird. But, you know, she's still a child who is fine with war and stuff. Um, (laughs) And then and uh, Ian's pretty keen to go, too. And so they they get into their box and they fly away. And it's happily ever after, isn't it?
1: Well, then, as they're flying away,
0: the ship shakes and they all fall on the ground and do that thing where they're like... "Ah." There was that awesome I think William Hartnell did the best bit. He yeah. just fell down. But the way... Because he's an old man, I guess. But the way he fell was so... So good. Just go back and watch the last, like, ten <laughs> seconds. I think it's, like, the start of the next episode, but it's, it's pretty good. You know, it's funny, because they all fall acting. He's just an old dude right That's why I look so genuine. But William Russell, the guy that plays Ian, he does a much better, like, shaky thing, and then he falls Whoa. over. Now, um... Next, I have to tell you, so the next story arc is only two episodes. Okay. So, you know, lighter load for the next week before we record again. But therefore, deeper discussion. Ooh. We always have deep discussions. Remember when we talked about... Hmm, we're only three episodes in, so I guess there's not a lot to draw on. It's too much. Actually... Um, we can't go into our conversations. Remember when we talked about Sonic? I got real deep. <laughs>
1: Let's not go into it. Everyone, I, I just... winked at
0: you constantly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like
1: that. <laughs> Let's not go into our discussions of, um, you know, multiple timelines and, and all that sort of stuff. No. Not yet. Not I'm sure it will happen in the show. Oh, so... are you?
0: Tap at the nose. Tapped yes. the nose. We moved on from the week. We're tapping the nose now. Much more comfortable. <laughs> so, um, it's. Is, because I have seen the next story arc as well. Okay. I feel like, at, from this, at this point, the only one I had not seen was the first one. Oh, really? And so now, this one I have seen, and it is one of my favourites, mm-hmm. because of the writing. And the story in it. Right. Um, so, I'll just foreshadow it a little bit. Yeah. I won't give away too much. Yeah. But, um, I think I've told you about this story already. Now... When, the Do- when Doctor Who was first, like, commissioned by the BBC, it got 13 episodes. Right. And we are at 11. Oh, okay. So they had to make two more episodes to reach that threshold before mm-hmm. they then realised that they'd get to keep making it. I wonder for how long. Oh. Um, but they kind of used all their money up to now. So what they had was... So that's why they're using static shots of, like, tunnels <laughs> yeah. in cities. And... Yeah, so they've got the four main cast members now, the Doctor, Susan, Ian, Barbara, mm-hmm. and the set of the TARDIS. And that's basically what they've got to work with for the next two episodes. Oh, I see, I see. So they have to create good character development. And, you know, Will and has to do a lot of talking, which I know I've told you he loves. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. All right. Would you like some quick facts? Uh, are we going to rate this episode, or is that later? Oh, do we rate it now? It's up to you. I can't remember the order that we do things.
1: You know what? It's your show. I'll I'll give you the range. It's ranks. our show. No, no, no. But I just mean I can't remember the structure. I'm going to give
0: it 12 out of 13. Ooh, that's quite high. <laughs> 11 and a half. You're going to be you could say I'm going to give it 11 Doctors and a valyard That's right. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Spoilers. <laughs> you don't? No, I do. Okay. But I'm not sure if people will take it the way I want it to. I'm going
1: to give it a 9 because I have a feeling it's going to get a lot better as time goes on. And I don't want to be giving out high scores for no reason. You're right.
0: It's a 3. Wow. Wow. <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> no, but you're right. I shouldn't score it so highly. Although I can think of some episodes which will score quite low.
1: Yeah, but we haven't even got low yet. We've it's all been...
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm giving it a nine, Doctors. So what's that? Who's That's nine? a Christopher Eccleston. There you go. I give it a Christopher Eccleston out of time. Thirteen. Jodie Whittaker.
0: A Christopher Eccleston out of Jodie Whittaker.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> and by the way... And what was yours?
1: Um, Eleven or Twelve.
0: I'm going to go with 11. So that's... the a Matt Smith. Out of... Jodie Whittaker. There we go. <laughs> um, facts. Trivia. Yes, and I'll tell you if it's fun or not. Okay, so I've only got four. Mm-hmm. The first one's long. Well, that is long. It's a paragraph. Okay. So it says, The original proposal... So, uh... Which... Is, has a different title, had the Daleks wanting to wipe out the Fells to ensure they could never start another war. Um, and so I'm just going to skip on a little bit. So by the end of the original story, the Doctor would reveal that neither side had started the war and that ex- uh, aliens from another planet had attacked them and that they weren't really enemies at all. Wow. I know, what a twist. That would have be been a cool storyline. But, um... Yeah. So instead of having that, they were just like, now nah, we'll make the Daleks evil. Right.
1: I like what it says there. Due to its insufficient time and budget, which is what we talked about, Yeah. this plot was cut out and the Daleks were redrafted as more obvious villains, therefore with no happy ending. So what you're saying is, the Daleks could have not just been pure obvious villains. Yeah. They were only made that way because of the budget at the time. Yeah.
0: Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. But a lot of these decisions are interesting. Even their design... I think it's because it's a cheap design. Yeah. Um, But I guess it works. Yeah. Uh, I've got bands of sticky tape were affixed around the shoulder section of Daleks after William Hartnell cut himself in one of the metal bands. Because obviously he was, was, I don't know, fighting with one of them. (laughs) They cut his hand. Uh, The first episode... Oh, by the way... Those are both fun facts. Oh, good. Much better than the last would, couple Would you rate them out of a fun fact? Fun. Oh, good. Which is much better than the last two episodes with those facts. Well, look, again, I've taken... Uh, there, there is a lot of facts on the TARDIS wiki. That's right. There's a wiki for it. Um, for the TARDIS. For the TARDIS. Or the TARDIS... Core? Or TARDIS Index? I can't remember the name of the wiki. Call yourself a fan. Yeah. Well, I'm not a fan of the wiki. Um, so, the, so I just pulled out a few. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the first episode had to be remade because talk back from the production assistant's headphones could be heard on the soundtrack. Wow. The whole episode through. <laughs> so this is, uh, allowed design, the designers to make a better model of the Dalek City. A better model? Yeah. So that, to... that's why early when you were like, doesn't look so good, I was be like, oh, <laughs> would I would hate to see the first one. And it's probably made out of cardboard instead of Lego pieces. Uh, no, I don't think it was Lego. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know how they it's do They, they still do that today when they're making Yeah, I know, but they do make it better today. And that's just because it, that's 60 years ago. <laughs> don't shake your head. That was terrible. Uh, but my last one, and I thought you would find this interesting, that's why I picked it. The designer originally assigned to this serial was Ridley Scott. Wow. Later famed film director. He did Aliens? Lots of things. Blade yeah. Runner. Yes. Yes. Lots of things. Those ones. Um, however, a problem with Scott's schedule means that he was replaced by Raymond Cusack, who did. I don't know that name. Um, who was thus given the task of realizing the Dalek creatures. So Ridley Scott could have originally envisioned what the Dalek would, would be. look like. Wow. I know. Imagine what they could have looked like. They could have looked like an alien. They are an alien. Aren't we all aliens? No. <laughs> um, now... I'm on
1: Earth. So I named for that stuff on the ground.
0: I'm not an alien of Earth. Aren't you? No. Um, I'm going to show you, because yes. this is getting weird, Okay. the image that you will re- react to for the next episode. I'm ready. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Here it comes. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be showing these images
0: too? Describe the image. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> so if it is... Wow. <laughs> it is Ian. He looks like he's holding some sort of uh, handkerchief or cloth or something. And he's trying to reason with an angry looking Susan who appears to be holding knife or scissors. I think they're scissors. And she looks like... It doesn't look like she's going to attack him, but it looks like she's threatening him or asking him to stay away. I could be wrong, but that's what it looks like to me. Hmm. And she's fancily dressed. I don't think we've seen her look like that before. Oh uh, Yep. Good. Well, I'm just saying, I assume, <laughs> so I assume something happens in the episode because she looks very
0: different to what we've seen. And there's like a weird... That looks like a like a chair or a wide chair or something. Anyway. Yep, there really? it is. <laughs> Are we going to be showing these images? Uh, why would we? This is an audio podca- podcast. On the YouTube one, it'll be there. On the YouTube, yeah. And could you um, make it so that... It just zooms in on Ian's face. So just keep talking. And as you're talking, (laughs) talk for about 20 seconds, it'll slowly slowly zoom in. Because I think the look on his face tells you a lot about the story. I mean, there's a lot of emotion there. It's confusion. Um, There's a... Okay, wait, wait, wait. We'll back it up a bit. More zoom. Keep talking. More zoom, yep. Um... And yeah, you can just see his like his eyes are looking at Susan's eyes. He's not even looking at the scissors. I mean there's a lot of acting just in that face. There is. And you can't tell if his mouth is closed or if he's going, ooh. I don't think he's going,
1: ooh. <laughs> okay. Well I'll zoom on, on the lips now, so you tell me. <laughs>
0: and zoom out. Um so, end of the episode. Yes. Um Like and share and subscribe on all of the platforms that you can listen to this to, which mm-hmm. will be Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and probably um, there's, there's a bunch. YouTube. SoundCloud, YouTube. YouTube if you want to see images. Yeah, of zooms in and... Um, could you just put, like... Um, Go on. The first, like, William Hartnell's face at this point. Sure. But the puzzled look when he's looking at the camera, like... Ooh. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Um... And
1: and that'll be authentic. I'll screenshot that from the episode. Yes, and then just
0: copy it. So you want lots of them? <laughs> yeah, many, many. Don't make it too difficult for yourself. We'll see how we go. Um, and then you can follow us on social media as well. Mm-hmm. And where I'll put things like upcoming episodes and um, other things we might do. Okay. That crack came through the microphone and into my ears. It was just my <laughs> knee as I stretched, I'm sorry.
1: Um, By the way, we'd love to know if you love us, hate us, like Matt's opinions as a supposed fan.
0: Yeah, I think what you should do to let us know like what you think is go on iTunes and uh, like write a review. But regardless of what you said, just give us five stars so it looks good. That would be great.
1: Even if you're insulting us or insulting me for calling him
0: Professor Who Done It, Ooh Still still give us five tasks. Just for fun, you know, just for fun. fun. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, um we'll probably have ways you can send us messages. Facebook and has has messenger and stuff like that. So if you have ideas, if you're like, you guys talked about this episode, but you didn't mention this fun fact, you know, tell us the fun fact. Yeah, that's, that's a good cool. point. I'd love to hear that. Uh, or if there's just things we should... Because I do have ideas of other things we should watch uh, when we hit certain milestones.
1: Related to Doctor Who?
0: Yeah. Not not huge things, but little, like, documentary-style things. Excellent. Mm. So anyway, I feel like that's it. That's it. That's it. See ya. Goodbye. What are you doing?
1: I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. With this, with this, with reverse the planet. I just reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity. With
0: this, with this, with reverse the planet. reverse the polarity. Reverse the polarity
1: of the neutron. Reverse Reverse. polarity. With this, with reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse the planet. Reverse the polarity.